Hello guys, welcome to Can't Stop, Won't Stop, where we can't stop and we won't stop being warriors fighting for justice. I'm your host, Lindsay Ann. I couldn't think of a better way to start off than by sharing our journey in finding justice for my sister-in-law-to-be, Jacqueline Elizabeth Egypt Covington. Throughout this series, she will be referred to as Egypt, which is the name she chose as her moniker later in life. Are you ready? Let's do this. it didn't matter where you were from, what you looked like, what you drove, it didn't matter. Every single person that ever talks about Egypt just says that she is the kindest person they've ever met. We have story after story after story of her ginormous huge heart. I am honored to be engaged to Egypt's brother, Duane, and her sweet fur baby, Ruby, lives with us too. I didn't get the pleasure of meeting Egypt prior to her murder, but I love her brother more than anything. I love and adore her mother, Tina, and I love and snuggle the shit out of her dog, Ruby. Therefore, you guys, I love Egypt. Duane, Egypt's brother, thought of Egypt as his mini-me. They were constantly laughing, smiling, joking together, and their 10-year age gap didn't mean anything as they became adults, and sometimes she'd even ask him for advice. But only if it had to do with bartending. (laughs) Dee misses his sister so much, and I cannot imagine his heartache. Here's a poem that he wrote that I think perfectly describes their relationship. My sister, Jacqueline Elizabeth Egypt Covington. My mini-me, black sheep of the family, bartender. Led a different life by day than by night. An everlasting smile that brightened the room. Loved to cook. Would give the shirt off her back. Was the life of the party. Music filled her soul. Just like me, my mini-me. Dwayne and I met playing sand volleyball at On the Dunes in Commerce, Michigan. His team wasn't actually playing the night that we met, and I just happened to be subbing on a different team. Dee was driving home from playing volleyball in a different location and decided to take the longer route and swing by On the Dunes. His co-ed fours team needed a second girl, so I guess he was there to scout. Well... His scouting paid off, and that night, he found his girl. (laughs) We like to think that Egypt chose us for each other that night. After knowing Duane for about three months and dating for about a month, I kept seeing this beautiful woman on the background of his phone. I tried to ignore the curiosity and remind myself that we weren't even Facebook official yet, but holy shit, the girl was stunning. After some liquid courage, I asked Dee who that beautiful woman was, Things then got really serious, and that is how I found out about the tragic, disgusting, unprovoked murder of Egypt Covington. I started drilling Dee with questions. 
Why isn't it solved? Who did it? How do you know her ex did it? Why isn't he in jail then? You were interviewed, right? Wait, did you do it? Where were you that night? Who were you with? (laughs) My mind was going crazy. I have three children, and I was not about to introduce them to this guy without knowing more facts about his sister's murder. Duane only had answers, with proof, for his whereabouts the night of June 22, 2017. He didn't know why it wasn't solved. He thought he knew who killed Egypt, but he couldn't tell me how he knew it was her ex-boyfriend. He was not interviewed ever by the police department. He did say he did not kill his sister, thank God. And he confirmed that he was at a restaurant with three of his best friends when he got the call from Egypt's father. The night of June 22, 2017, Duane and his besties, two of whom flew to Michigan from out of state, were hanging out on the rooftop of Social Kitchen and Bar in Birmingham. They hadn't all been together for years prior to this night. It was a gorgeous summer evening, and the rooftop was packed with people. They were drinking craft cocktails and dressed for a night out. This group of friends were going to have a blast. Just when the night couldn't be more perfect, close to midnight, Dee got a call from Egypt's father, which seemed really odd to him, so he answered it. Her father was choked up and said something along the lines of, We lost Egypt. She was killed. We lost her. Egypt had been shot and killed in her own home, her hands bound with Christmas lights behind her back. Who would do this to her? Why would anyone kill Egypt? Everyone loves her. She was just starting her new career as a beer and wine rep. She was about to move in with her boyfriend. Egypt had no enemies. What is going on? After breaking down in tears and falling to his knees in disbelief, Duane was escorted out the back door of the restaurant and spent the rest of the night surrounded by his best friends. They cried. They reflected. They drank. They sat together in silence. Matt, Leah, and Aaron, I will forever be grateful for your love that night and taking care of Duane. There is a reason that he was with each one of you on the most tragic evening of his life. Now let's go back to the night that I found out about all of this. After lots of tears and feeling a whole new like, we weren't quite in love yet, for this man, it's fair to say that it was time to call it a night. I barely slept that night. If they know who killed Egypt, then why is he still free? What if they have the wrong person? How can they say they know who killed her when clearly they don't know who killed her? I have a brother, I have two boys, and I have Dwayne. What if somebody accused them of murder but did not have proof? What would I do? I would not stop asking questions. I would not stop demanding proof. I would not stop annoying the shit out of the police until they gave me answers. 
This is when I became Egypt's warrior in finding her justice. Lots had to be done. Where do we start? How do we help prove that her ex-boyfriend did it? But what if it wasn't him? How do we find the killer? We needed answers. I don't know was not cutting it for me. We needed to talk to the police. We needed to talk with family. We needed answers. It has been three and a half years since Egypt was horrifically taken from all of us. It has been three and a half years of obstacles and lies from the police. It has been three and a half years that no family should ever have to go through. Next week and moving forward, I will talk about who we met with, and how those conversations went. I will dive deep into the incredible amount of obstacles that we faced, how to hold law enforcement accountable, media relationships, how to build trust within the community, and we will also be giving advice from our perspective. Egypt, we can't stop and we won't stop fighting for you and every other victim that deserves justice. Please join our Facebook group, Justice for Egypt, the truth behind the investigation for more information. Dwayne and I go live there every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. I can't wait to connect with you next week.